right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fearless Millionaire, the Just Do It show, where we take uh, fellow Fearless Millionaire members who are growing their life and their business by taking some steps of action on their passion. And today we have a very special guest. He's actually been a good friend of mine for a number of years. Um, and his name is Brian Perez. But let me let me introduce Brian uh, to you and tell you a little bit about how we met and what brings him to the show today. I'll never forget the first time we met um, was actually uh, a mutual uh, parking lot meeting where I would think I was selling things out of my trunk to a friend of mine and we briefly introduced each other and it wasn't until the next time um, where I think we had lunch together, um, I could just feel the energy and it was like, you know, when you talk to someone and you can tell if they're a downer, like a Debbie Downer or if they're, they're just someone who has, you know, they're excited about life. Well, that's what I got from Brian. And, and he was just from that meeting, from the lunch meeting to every interaction I had with Brian after that, I just noticed that his outlook on life was a lot different than other people I've met over the years. Um, and so that's really, uh, and it's been probably like three or four years now since we've known each other. But um, I, I, the reason why I wanted to bring him on the show was because he's been doing some great things in his life. He's had some ups and had some downs and some of those he shared with me and he wants, I want to get him on here so that you can also be inspired by the stuff that he's done in his life. So Ryan, thanks so much for being on here today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Nathan. I'm excited. I'm excited to be on the show and I'm excited to uh, um, reconnect with you. Yeah. Awesome, man. All right. Absolutely. Well, let's start with you sharing like a little bit about who you are and what you're doing and what's got you all fired up these days. Oh my gosh, where do I start since uh, you and I have last seen each other? <clears throat> I got into real estate about a year and a half ago, um, started practicing back in November, um, got my North Carolina, South Carolina license, and I'm also doing my, uh, my greeting card, online greeting card business, been doing that for about three years now, and just uh, being a dad. Being, being very involved in my kids' lives. And, um, I mean, you know that. That's, that's what drives me. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, I know, um, in, the, you know in the past, like, thank you for sharing those updates. Well, tell us a little about, like, your, like, your background. Like, you, obviously, you've been in real estate. And you're, you're, you have two businesses going on that you're building. Um, but tell us about the Brian, like before, like, you know, you're, you're kind of like doing a lot of things right now, but how about, let's go back maybe, you know, whatever, 10 years, I don't want to date you here, but like 10, 15 years ago, um, <laughs> like what, what was, what was Brian's life before he took like some of his first, big first steps? My big leap. Yeah. So, um, I used to, uh, I lived in Vegas for 21 years. Uh, I sold cars there for about six and a half, seven years. And then I got into the mortgage business and right around, uh, right around 2008 is when obviously the crash, the big crash came. I was heavily invested in real estate. And when that crash came, I was doing loans. And I literally, when I say I lost everything, I lost everything. <laughs> uh, physically that is, um, you know, real estate, stock market, et cetera. And, um, and I, I, I had a shift, a, a mind shift, um, that I wanted to be a virtual entrepreneur and being in the loan business, that business was not going to allow me to do that. Um, so I got into, uh, the text marketing industry and obviously, you know, that at the time it seemed very promising, but with the app world, um, that ended pretty quickly after five years and it actually ended pretty quickly. And since, uh, since then, 
Uh, I've been here in the Charlotte area for about four and a half year. Yeah, four and a half years now. And, uh, and I've literally just had to learn how to be able to just build my network through building relationships. It's something that I never knew how to do because living in Vegas for 21 years, I, I, I had a network. And so when uh, my family and I, we moved to the East Coast, which we've been living here now for, let me see, since 2012, started in Maryland and now here in the Charlotte area, I had to learn how to be able to meet people connect people and appreciate people. And that's how I've been able to go ahead and build my network. And, and I use those three things every single day when I'm out there meeting people is, uh, you know, when I meet someone is, you know, how can I, how can I add value to that person? Because by adding value, by giving more than you take, you uh, connect with someone, right? You don't connect with somebody by taking, you connect with somebody by giving and then obviously you you have to be able to appreciate your network and that's how I've been able to build my real estate business is by appreciating my existing network and as you know uh, Nathan you know you, you're a big follower of Tony Robbins and Tony Robbins yeah. talks about that and he talks about that you got to you, you have to nurture your network your network is your determines your net worth as, as, network. as we know yeah that's that's very very true and you know actually you shared some things that I just realized you were, uh, you know, at, in, in, in car sales. I mean, obviously that industry has changed a lot. So it seems like you've been like in a lot of industries where it has gone up and then came down, right? Like you said, you went to car business. There was like, you know, cars were sold very differently back then they are today. Then you went into the, the mortgage business, which went up and then it crashed. So you went down again. And then, you know, the text messaging business went up and then it peaked out and then it went down again. And, and you actually relocated yourself. But, you know, it sounds like I, ne I never even thought about this with you is you've gone through a lot of ups and downs and are able to build from the ground up. So what is it? What would you say is that thing that you can go start from nothing, right? And, and yep. rebuild from the ground up. What would you say that is? Like, how do you do that? Some few steps there. You know what? It's, um, I would have to boil it down to two things. Um, and, and number one is belief. You know, belief in obviously my higher power and belief in myself. Mm. And, um, and just believing that no matter how bad things get, it's uh, as long as you have your health, um, you you know, as long as you have your health and you have your faith, uh, you, you, you can pull through it, whatever it is, uh, whatever it is that we're going through, we're going to come out of it. Uh, and we're going to be a better person because of it. And we, we, we need that we need to fail to grow. And then the second thing is just uh, being grateful, Nathan, just being grateful, being grateful for, for everything that I have and not, and, and not only for what I have, but also for what I don't have. You know, being great, just being grateful. Those are the two things, Nathan. Those are powerful, man. Those are really, really powerful. I'm just taking like some jotting some notes down while, you, while you're telling me that. Those are those are really powerful. Um, I think I, I couldn't agree with you more when you say like being grateful for what you have and what you don't have. Because <laughs> sometimes, you know, I just had this conversation yesterday. Sometimes we can be at a certain level in life, whatever level that is, and then all of a sudden we don't know what we don't know. So we don't, you know, if we just get a small taste of something higher than our level, that our normal comfort zone or our normal level, then it, it's like our 
I don't know. I call them like greed glands, you know, mm -hmm. our, our, our greed glands. They, we start getting like a thirst for more. And, and with that, with that, it can either be a good, you know, a good greed or, or I want to say a good greed, but it could be a bad greed where all you care about is materialistic and attaining things, but it could also be like a hunger and a drive. And that's kind of what I relate to you is more of like, you've had this hunger and drive. And, and that goes into my next question for you is through every crash or every time you've gone down, didn't you sense like, Oh my God, like, how am I going to get out of this? Like, what about like the moments of fear? Like, Oh shit, I literally, um, I just lost everything or um, how am I going to, how am I going to rebuild all those moments, those little moments of either self doubt. Did you ever have like fear of self doubt creep up? You know, it's funny. I was just, <clears throat> I was just having a conversation with somebody here at Starbucks about this. Um, this gentleman, he just got into the mortgage business. He was working for a big bank for 18 years and got laid off. Oh, and, wow. and, and yeah, and he had to start all over again. It's funny because he was actually recommended to me by a mutual friend. Uh, my buddy Cameron, he's like, Hey, you got to go see my buddy, Brian. Um, you know, cause it sounds like you need to build your network. And, um, and it's, you know, just being, you know, being grateful, uh, Nathan, just being grateful. And I was telling the, I was telling this gentleman, when I left the car business, I remember I had capped out. I, was, I started selling infinities and I got recruited for Lexus and then I got recruited for Mercedes and I capped out at about a buck 25 a year. Um, uh, but I, I didn't have any time. <laughs> like literally I yeah. lived at the dealership. Right. And, yeah. uh, and I got to the point where enough is enough. And I remember making the transition from the car business to the mortgage industry. And in the, in the first year in the mortgage industry, I was barely making it by. But I, but I made it by. I barely made it by. And, uh, and it all boiled down to just the relationships that I had. But one of the things that I did, and I was telling this guy earlier today, one of the things that I did is whenever things got rough, and this will answer your question, whenever things got rough, I would always drive by that dealership, by the dealership. Why, and I why did you do Yeah, why? Because it was a reminder of what I did not want. And I'm a, oh, what oh, I, I did not that. want, yep. And I'm a big, I'm a big, like I'm big into every year, I've, I've, done, I've done a vision board, and I know you believe in vision boards too, uh, yeah. Because, you know, vision boards, they just remind us of where we need to go. And it's funny because I keep my old vision boards from over the years. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I've come this far. But it's, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's just be, being grateful, man. Being grateful and uh, your struggles will uh, make you stronger. And, um, and, and, and you'll realize that it, it, it's all process. It's a process right. to mastery. It's a process to mm. mastery, and as long as you understand that process, um, it just it's just enjoy the journey and feel your you way know, through it. You're absolutely right, and I want to add something about you that I know you're you're being humble, and I and I appreciate that. You know, your humility is coming out, but I have to tell our members a little something about you that even has your has seeped into my life and when we met one of the things i always noticed about you was your commitment to health and you mentioned that earlier today like without health there is no wealth and i always yep. admired that about you because you were always committed to the health 
and you it just made you feel a certain way and it was very unique because i i know bodybuilders and i know people but you were just committed to the overall process of health and i just i thought that was really inspiring and so recently when i personally like i was telling you i started running i thought of you because i was like man i remember brian used to run every day i'd see you. I'd, I'd be driving by you but you'd be running and i'm like oh my god like maybe one day maybe one day well now that i'm running i realized something that you said that's so important one step in front of the other. You don't have to worry about the journey. Don't worry about trying to get way at the end of where your life's going to be. Yeah, you have that vision, like you said. You have like, hey, I'm going this way. I have my vision board and I'm, this is what I'm looking to attain. But you keep taking one step after another and you focus on that next step in order to get there. Um, and just being committed to that next step is what I found in you is because you've been committed to that. And so anyway, I just wanted to share that with the, with the members here because I think it's such a true point, like your commitment level to not only yourself has paid off into the commitment with your relationships. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, um, it's, what's that saying? Uh, um, it's uh, commit, commitment is um, doing doing and sticking with the thing that you said you were going to do long after the excitement of when you said it has left you. That's so true. Yep. That's so true. Yep. That is so yep. true. So let me ask you a question about that. Um, I call it all in, right? Going all in. So uh, just a recent example, I started running and I felt really good about it. And then I didn't wait. I didn't jump all in too quickly because I knew I was super excited about it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this every day. And I waited like two weeks before I went out and I got running shoes. Like I really made the investment and I'm like, okay, I'm serious about this. I've been doing it for two weeks and my commitment, my excitement level is still there. My addiction level is still there. Is that what you're referring to when you say like, even though the excitement wears off, you're still committed to it? Is that what you mean? Um, yeah, just finishing, finishing what you start, you know, finishing what you start. It's, uh, you know, my mom would always tell us growing up, she, she would always say, um, you have to take care of your health. If you don't have your health, you don't have anything. And it's so true, Nathan, as we get older, uh, you know, it's, it's funny because when I was in the car business, I remember a guy, well, he was probably like in his mid fifties. And one day he was, he was very depressed and he, and he was, uh, and, and we would joke around all the time, but this day I just caught him off guard and he just, I can tell he was sad. And I'm like, Hey, what's, uh, you know, what's wrong? He's like, man, just, uh, you know, tight. Uh, you know, he's like, life is tough. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, man, Brian, he's like, you know what? The, the first half of your life, um, you'll go to more, you'll, you'll go to more birthdays in the second half of your life. You'll go to more funerals. And I never really understood wow. that. And wow. now it's like, you know, the older we get, um, you know, the more we see, the more we see people die. And it's like, if you don't take care, um, you know, in the four hour work week, you know, he talks about, I don't know who the author is, but he talks about most people work hard, work hard in their earlier years. So in their, in their later years, they use that money that they saved up and invested to take care of their health for right. all this time. They could have been taking care of their health. Wow, that is powerful. Yeah. That yep. is very powerful. Wow. And and wow, that is I've never even heard of it that way. That is that's really true. That's a good point. 
It's true. So, so let's talk about your, your vision of life now, like these days, you've gone through some big challenges, some highs and lows, and you've said like, you've set your vision. Um, but as you like, what I really find, and this is my question for you is, how do you process the day to day? Like, you know, cause we can have the vision. We can say, Oh yeah, one day, this is what I'm doing. I got my vision board. But every, sometimes every day we get those moments of, we don't have our great days. We don't have a great day every day or a good day every day. We have our bad days, our moments of self-doubt or fear creeping. So what do you do on the daily to help you stay focused and committed? Um, oh my God, that's a very good question. I didn't think you were going to hit me with that one. Um, what do I do every single day to stay focused? Um, I, um, I'm grateful. <laughs> every Every day, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm grateful. Um, I have an app. It's, uh, it's just a regular color note. I have an Android. Um, um, you can only get that color note with the Android, but then also Evernote with, with okay. both the iPhone and the, and the Android. But every day, I just, uh, first thing I do when I wake up in the, <clears throat> in the morning, I'm just, I say my prayers and uh, I write down, before I even go to the gym, I write down five things that I'm grateful for five things that I'm grateful for, even if they're little things, even, even if it's, you know, it's just having milk in the refrigerator to be able to put in my coffee, you know, just little things like that. And, and it's, uh, and that right there, Nathan, that keeps me, that keeps me focused. I know what I have to do every single day in order mm. to function. I know what I have to do, but it's just a matter of, of just being grateful every single day. Wow. That's yeah. powerful. That's powerful. And I like how you broke it down to just having the milk in the refrigerator. This yeah. conversation came up, this conversation came up even yesterday um, where if you don't have that attitude of gratitude, right? Just even being grateful for the little things, the power or, you know, water and stuff like that, it, you immediately start like losing that attitude. And then all of a sudden nothing's ever good enough. Um, that's a very powerful thing. But how about on the moments when you, Okay, how about on those days where you, because you got to have those days, you got to have those days where you're just like, this, this day sucks, like, you know, and, and all of a sudden, maybe your mind starts like playing games with you. And, you know, I don't know, sometimes you, maybe you wish you could get to your goals and dreams faster, or anything like that. I mean, what do you, what do you do on those days, those moments, you know, what do you see something you say to yourself or um, you know, um, like Jim Rohn says, uh, you have to learn to discipline, to discipline your disappointments. You have to learn to discipline your disappointments. I learned a lot from my kids, from watching my kids. Mm. And it's funny because, uh, you know, my oldest son, he plays baseball and, and, uh, they just, they just won the Lake Wiley championship That's in his awesome. age group. And it's funny because I remember when he first started, he was scared to swing the bat and now he's just cranking them. And, uh, and he just kept stepping up to the plate, but I got, but I, I gotta, I gotta add something real quick since I have you on here though. You know, one of the things that I learned from you, you know, one of the things okay. that I learned from you just from the time that we hung out out here was, uh, just how, how simple that you keep life, <clears throat> you know, how simple that you just, uh, uh, keep life. Um, you know, when, when you go out and eat, when you, uh, just your everyday way of living, you're mm. just very, you're very simple. And, uh, and you've actually taught me how to simplify my life and just don't worry, don't worry about the big stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, you know, the, um, 
the and this is something I learned a long time ago is that the big moments, the big moments, uh, most people miss out on. And I'll tell you what a big moment is to me. So sure, this morning sure. I went to the gym, uh, went to the gym early, had a great workout. Um, and both of my sons, one, I have to take, uh, I take to school at seven thirty in the morning and the other one at eight thirty. But this morning I literally, when I came home back home, like around six fifteen from the gym, uh, I, I got in bed with, with my oldest son and just cuddled there. And those are the, the those moments are little moments for a lot of people. But yeah. then they realize later in life that those were the big moments in life. Those were the big moments in life. Um, and just being grateful, you know, being grateful. And I know I keep going back to that word, being grateful. But really, Nathan, uh, just being grateful. And you, more than anybody else, I mean, because you travel the world. I mean, you see it out there, you know, how, you know, how blessed we are. And uh, you know, to, to be able to have our health, our family, um, you know, the means to be able to do pretty much what we want to do when we want to do it right within reason and uh, compared to a lot of people out there. Um, the other day I was, I was running and I'm like, holy crap. And I, I was running around the, uh, the YMCA, the old one, not the new one, the yeah. old one okay. where, where you see traffic and you see the bridge. And I'm sitting here thinking, holy crap, what would it be like to drive in that traffic every morning? I mean, I've never driven through it. Like, <laughs> what would it be? You know, what is it like? And I'm like, I don't want to know. <laughs> I, don't <wanna> <laughs> you know, I don't mean it disrespectfully but it's yeah, like you know we're just we're blessed because we were able to do what most people uh weren't weren't willing to do in order to have you know the lifestyle that most people don't get to enjoy which is that's one of them driving through traffic great point that's yeah. a great point and i, I want to touch on that what you said first of all thank you for those comments about you know, the way you mentioned about me, I really appreciate that because um, it's definitely a journey, right? And, and, and don't get me wrong, I was in the mortgage business too. And I used to live this super high lifestyle where money had no meaning. And, and I used to live in a certain type of way where it was very foolish, right? And so I learned that, that those life lessons of being simple and, and enjoying those moments. And, you know, it seems sometimes it seems like the more you have, the, um, the more you have, the more you try to attain and the more you try to have the less friends you have in your life where you're wondering who, who to watch out for friends. And, you know, I, I always used, uh, you know, I was, I was running this morning and I was running by a bunch of a, a big, you know, luxury homes. I was running by them and it's funny how they all have big, these tall walls and tall bushes around their house. <laughs> and, you know, it's almost like seclusion, right? In a way. And then you have, you go down into the middle class or lower end and everybody's open and talking to each other, right? So there's, there needs to be a balance. Mm -hmm. And, and that's something I had to learn over the years is how to have that balance. And also, it's a, it's a lifestyle, Brian. And I think you, you and I are on the same page with that. It's, you know, when I, we've been touring uh, Europe now for like seven months and people would say, Oh, enjoy your vacation. How's your vacation? <laughs> and you know what I tell them, Brian, I, I'm telling you, I got this message. Listen to this. I got this message from a, from one of my clients. She sent me an email. She says, Oh, how's your vacation going? Blah, blah, blah. And I replied back and I thought about this and I said, you know, her name is Deb. I said, Deb, I said, first of all, I want to tell you something. The fact I'm, I'm, I'm not offended, but I'm upset. Like, I just want to make something clear. I wasn't upset with her. I just want to make something clear that this is not a vacation. 
This is a lifestyle. <laughs> a lifestyle, right? yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I said, listen, it may have taken me years because you just discredited my years of trying to get here by saying it's a vacation. You just like brushed it off like my effort was like nothing. And I take a lot of like personal pride, not prideful, like I'm proud of myself, but it takes time. It takes commitment, like you said, Brian, to get to that level, you know, and uh, daily dedication. So first of all, I appreciate you sharing that, but all, uh, about me and the lifestyle, you bring up a great point, which is something I want to transition to here is the lifestyle. Um, you know, what you said was doing what you want, uh, when you want with who you want to. And it's those moments of, you know, like when you looked at the traffic and you're like, Oh, thank God, I don't have to be in that traffic. So, um, in, in, since you have a vision board, uh, I want to ask you, where do you see your life? You know, maybe just either one year from now or three years from now, you tell me, is it one year or three years from now? Where do you see your life and your future lifestyle? Well, <clears throat> I was actually writing down my goals this year at, uh, this year, uh, this morning, this morning. Um, and uh, I'm reading a book right now. It's, um, get over your damn self. That's the name of the book. Get over your damn self. It, okay. it's, it's by, it's by, it's uh, the girl who wrote it. The lady who wrote it. She's with uh, Rodan and Fields. Uh, have you heard of Rodan and Fields? And, uh, I haven't. No. It's a, it's a great, it's a great book though. But she, she talks about exactly that question that you just asked me. So I was writing that down this morning, and you know what, Nathan? Oh man, uh, I don't know if this is the answer you want to hear, man, but. It goes back to just uh, simplicity, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just simplicity. Yeah. Like, uh, like we don't need much. Like, we, I mean, we, right. don't. we don't. We don't need much. Uh, you know, as long as we have good health, um, yeah. as long as we have peace of mind. And, uh, and you know, one of the things that, that we're going to start doing more now is we're going to start traveling more. Because, um, uh, uh, you know, what, you, what you're doing for your kids right now is priceless. It's priceless. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because um, – when was it? It was earlier this year. I think it was like in June. In June, uh, we were in uh, we were where were we? We were in Isle of Palms. We were in Isle of Palms. Um, it's it's in it's uh, on the coast of South Carolina. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it, and we were in Isle of Palms. We took a uh, just a four day trip, and and um, we were staying at the Best Western. You know, they have the be the breakfast for the, for the kids and the family and all that stuff. And we're sitting there eating. And uh, Grant, he's, who's now six at the time, he was five. And uh, he's like, Dad, we're sitting across the table from each other. We're eating. You know, we both get up early. You know, Preston and Christy are still in bed. And he's like, Dad, he's like, you know what? I can't believe I've only been on an airplane ten times. <laughs> and, um, and there was a man sitting at a table oh, listening to our conversation and he must have been like 63 64 and oh, uh he he said sir can i can i interrupt <laughs> and and i'm like sure yes please do and he's like he's like young man talking to grant he's like young man do you know how many times i've been on an airplane grant's like you know the same <laughs> thing. he's like i've been on an airplane three times in my whole life wow yeah yeah and wow. uh yeah oh, so grant uh uh you know, he's young. He doesn't understand yet, but, um, but that's the gift that I want to give to my children is really, um, you know, I don't care about the big house. I don't care about any of that stuff. It's really for them to, to experience humanity, humanity. Mm. 
and, and, and to just learn to be more grateful by, by not reading about the world, but experiencing the world. That's so yeah. true, man. Yeah. That is so yeah. true. And I think, and I think in the future, and this is a little bit of a, I guess, economics or future of the world, um, since we're on it, I think the future is living experiences. The future is virtual. The future is being mobile, being able to pick up what you're doing and take it with you on, on your phone or on, on your laptop and, and being able to have that lifestyle and to experience it more places in the world. And, you know, Brian, I'll tell you what, I find that the more, sometimes the more I talk to people over, over the years, and you know, uh, is that sometimes people are just afraid to leave their own country. Like mm-hmm. they're literally just afraid to like venture out and get into a whole nother country, into a whole nother piece of humanity and experience the culture. And um, I'm, I'm so glad we're on the same page with that. I think that's awesome. I think it's awesome. Um, all right, so I wanna ask you just a few more questions and then we'll wrap it up. But I want to ask you, um, you know, what would you say was your biggest fear in life or in business? Like, and, and, and if you've mastered it and overcome it, that's fine, even if it creeps up again. But what's, what would be like your biggest fear that, that, that has come up? My, my biggest fear, and, and fear is always going to be there. You just learn to um, do it and feel the fear and do it anyways, right? That's right. That's right. Um, um, it's uh, I w- I say um, studying something and not jumping. That was my biggest fear. Is not jumping. Now I just uh, if it makes sense to me, I just jump and figure it out in between. Because what's the worst thing that can happen? You're either going to sink or you're going to swim. And and that's and true. again, it, it all boils down to your faith. Your faith, believing in your higher power and and believing in in yourself. Yeah. Well, that's powerful. That's really powerful. So jump, you're saying jump in. And this is, a, this is for someone who may be thinking about like, what, what, like, for example, what would you tell someone who is thinking about starting that business? Like you've, you've, you just started like two businesses in the past five years. So if someone who's listening is on the verge of starting their business or they're starting on their idea, what would you tell them if, if they're listening right now, what would you, what would you say to them? Hey, they have this thought and idea or business idea. What would you say to them? The technology that we're using right now, Zoom, somebody created that, right? Somebody created that. The phones that we're using, somebody created that. And a buddy of mine just did a video on this. He owns a landscaping company and he did a video and I shared it on my wall because I can tell that he was very nervous when he did that video, right? But he, you know, he felt the fear and he did it anyways, right? Which I'm proud of him that he went ahead and did that. Uh, but he was just talking about how, um, how every day he just sits in his office and he just, he's always, uh, and his work is phenomenal. Uh, the Palisades, you know, he is, oh, yeah. he, does, he does most of the homes in the Palisades and, and uh, how we, um, you know, we're, we're, you know, entrepreneurs, we're creators, you know, we're creators, we're, you know, we're doing things. Uh, that that have never really been done before, and um, mm-hmm. and 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 that goes for somebody who's starting something brand new that's never been done done before. But in my arena, um, being in the direct sales industry, it's um, you know you just gotta. It's one of those businesses where you just have to jump. You gotta jump if you think it's a good idea. 
you know, the, the, the platform has already been set. You just got to jump and figure it out and, and find a good mentor like you. You know, find a good mentor like you who um, has already been through it and can get you from point A to point Z in, in, in a shorter period of time. Why try and figure it out yourself when you can hire somebody like you who's going to go ahead and do it, who's going who's gonna to show you what you need to do and hold you accountable? So very true. Mentorship. And that's actually going to be kind of the final question that I had for you was um, about your mentors. And you've kind of touched on that a little bit already about, the, I guess, speeding up the, your process. Like if, if you're talking to someone who's on the fence or needs to jump in, my question to you is, have you ever had those kinds of mentors in your life through your startups and your businesses? Have you had those mentors in your life? And what was something that you looked for in them? Like, what was some of the things you looked for to, to, to get a mentor? Um, well, the mentor that I have now, I've been following this guy since 2010. I read one of his books back then. It, it was a book that was recommended to me when I left the mortgage business and I was scared as heck. I didn't know, how, you know, what I was going to do, how I was going to go. I was going to go ahead and do it. Um, but there's three things in that book that he said that really uh, resonated with me. Number one, um, he owns his life. Number two, he never misses a birthday. Number three, he, he never misses a funeral. And to me, um, that's really what life is all about, right? All the material stuff, I mean, that's just, um, you know, that comes and goes. But really... Um, it's, it's really uh, owning your life, celebrating people when they're here and when they're gone, bottom line. And um, so when I, I, I studied him for five years, and then in 2015, I had the, the honor of actually meeting him in person. Oh, that's and, so cool. uh, and, and we've become, we become good friends. In fact, I was in Vegas for the Canelo Alvarez fight last month. And, uh, and, and we had dinner together. Um, you know, he was actually in Salt Lake, in, Par in Park City, Utah. And it just so happened that he, he was arriving the day right before I left, that Sunday. So we were, we were able to have dinner together. And we, and we talk and we text and, all, and, and we message each other. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, just, just have a mentor. You know, that's somebody who has already done it who has already right. done it. You know, he's been in the direct sales industry, my God, 20 something years, but here's a guy that his first 12 years, uh, actually his first 10 and a half years in the industry, he didn't sponsor not one person, not one person. Wow. And, uh, in his 12th company, he made eight, $8 million. Oh my God. And he's a number one, he's a number one money earner in our current company. But, um, wow. But I've just learned a lot from him. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned from him is that never quit. Never, ever, ever quit. you got to keep going. So, um, you know, he, sa he says something because he just asked me earlier, um, you know, how do you, how do you handle the days that you, don't do, you just don't feel like doing anything, that you're down? And, right. uh, and he says, well, you know what, those are the – those are the times that you have to go out there and just work through it. Work and, through um, it. and it's a muscle. You know, the, the, more, the more that you work that disciplined muscle, the stronger it gets. So true. That's yeah. So true. Wow. Those are powerful. That's so powerful, man. That really is. Thank you for sharing that.
Yeah, and, man. Uh, so I, I gather that from, you know, make sure they have experience and make sure they have qualities and characteristics that you look for in someone that you could admire. And I love the fact of what you did was you reached out to your mentor and you eventually like met up and you had dinner and all that. And I think that's so important. I think a lot of people, I wish more people would do that because when I talk to a lot of clients, I mean, they, they have these people in mind, but yet they don't really take that step. And I try to encourage people as often as I can to connect and, and, and get add value and also build that relationship with your mentor so that you can, you know, meet up or, or go, you know, meet up on a regular basis or by phone call or text or email or whatever, um, and build that communication. So that's awesome that you are a living experience of that. That's huge, man. That's huge. That's great. Anyone, Nathan, let me just go ahead and add this since it's, since, since it's on my mind, you know, one of the yeah. things, um, you know, one of my, one of the things that I used to be afraid of was, um, was just talking to people who had already done it, right? Uh, um, mm. Because I would always be like, you know what? Uh, I, I would always feel like I wasn't worthy, right? I, I'd feel like I wasn't worthy. But, um, but you know what? The most successful people, um, they're, they're, the reason they're successful is because they have the gift of giving back, right? Mm. The gift of giving back. And if you reach out to somebody, like, for example, some – Somebody reaches out to you, you're going to reach back. You're going to yeah. reach back. And, um, right. and that's just what I realized is that um, the most successful people are the, are the kindest people. They're the most humble people. And, uh, you know, you just got to reach out. You just got to reach out. Yeah. Right. Awesome, man. Gosh, yep. thank, thanks, thanks, Brian, for sharing yep. that advice, really. Thank you also for sharing that story. Uh, with us, that's that's huge. I know I know there's going to be members that are going to take away uh, some huge value in here. I got a few notes that I took down, also a few books that you mentioned um, that I that I want to put on my reading list. Um, but also, I want to share a closing message uh, for our members that are watching this, you know, interview with Brian. Um, be sure to give a like and you know give him a congrats and continue to support him and encourage him. Uh, along the way, get in touch with him. He's a, he's a great guy doing some really great things in his life. So um, I just wanted to close and, and remind everyone that it's not about uh, where you're currently at on your journey. It's about doing something every day to get towards where, you're, where you want to be. Um, it's about staying strong in the moments that you feel like you want to give up. And it's about taking that one other step. Um, all that matters is that next step. So, and, and we can see that even with through Brian's uh, experience and, and, and the advice that he shared with us. So, guys, Brian, thank you so much for being with us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Nathan. I appreciate you, man. Right. Awesome, man. All right. Thanks, everyone, for watching. We'll see you next time on the Fearless Millionaire Just Do It show. See ya.